Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Up Your Confidence podcast. This will be a podcast conversation for and by women to equip, empower, and elevate us to up your confidence every day to live our God-given potential. And now, here is your host. Welcome to Up Your Confidence Podcast, conversation for and by women to equip, empower, and elevate us to up your confidence every day and to live our God-given potential. Welcome to Up Your Confidence, another episode of Up Your Confidence is where we empower, equip, and elevate you to up your confidence every day and deliver your God-given potential. And today I'm excited to have my friend uh, uh, Alicia McLean with us. And uh, Alicia, I'm going to try to find uh, her bio really quick uh, and... uh, read that for us here. All right. Alicia is a certified professional coach, a public speaker, trainer, and an entrepreneur. She's an organizational transformational and leadership coach with over 20 years of experience within the software development and IT domain. As an agility coach, her expertise is in change management aspect of agile transformation. Alicia coaches train and transform mid-sized to large company, both domestically and internationally. She's known as the organizational whisperer. I love that. Alicia has a focus on using coaching to build agility accountability in organization and on team. She has a keen sense of connecting individuals to their purpose and helping them build leadership agility and resilience to tackle the challenge of the daily work. Her work helps her client increase the positive intelligence and mental fitness to meet the domain of their life. And that's gonna be the focus of our conversation today. Alicia holds a bachelor's degree in information system, a minor in Spanish from San Diego State University, and a master's degree in organizational leadership from Chapman University. Alicia and her wife are nomad. They live in the RV and travel around the US. She's enjoying hiking in the US National Park, exploring new city, home craft, and color pencil art. Thank you. Welcome, Alicia, to the Up Your Confidence podcast. Thank you so much for this great invitation and, and introduction. You know, when I think about some of the things that you said about my background, it really plays right into you know, this idea of upping your confidence, because what we're going to talk about today has everything to do with us upping our confidence. So I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. 
I'm so excited to have you and you have been on the calendar to be here for months. And uh, I, I always like to talk about how I meet uh, my guests and um, we met in an agile mentoring group, if I recall, I don't recall exactly, but it was sometime in the second quarter of this year. And uh, mm -hmm. you, maybe even before that, I think maybe before that, but then you came in and you gave us an assessment that we're going to talk about. I did the assessment and then I had a follow-up coaching call with you and it was phenomenal so from that moment i mean from the first moment i was like she gotta be on the podcast but knowing everybody with busy schedule we finally made it happen and i'm so excited that this is going to be the last episode of the year because we need to be in the right mindset you know to propel ourselves for for the new year that we we are it's open us so let's start by talking about you know, what is positive intelligence and how did you get into it <laughs> yeah, so so positive intelligence and mental fitness are really the same idea. And mental fitness is our ability to um, manage our way through life's challenges with a more positive uh, mental framework versus a negative framework. And, you know, we all have these negative thoughts. We all do. I mean, it's just part of our wiring as being human. We just have these negative thoughts as part of our, our left brain. And so, but sometimes we don't realize that that's a distorted message about our reality. And so we think that, you know, when we feel badly about something or feel badly about a situation, we don't realize that we're playing our own, we're creating our own horror movie basically by whipping up this giant story. So what this work helps us to do is recognize certain patterns of thinking so that we can separate ourselves from them and realize that they are distortion and really find more creative ways uh, and, and ways that can take us into ease and flow to be able to navigate through our life because there is another option. It doesn't have to be this negative story. And so the way that I got into it, um, so I've been a coach for, well, I've been a coach for a number of years, but I took a, a coach a certification program back in 2017. And then I have my ICF credential. ICF is the International Coach Federation. It's the global gold standard for professional coaching. Um, I got that certification, I think in 2018. And then it was probably about a year or so later where I was introduced to this concept. I was coach, I was doing some pro bono coaching with an organization and they kind of sent out this email telling us about this. And, and, and it, it, I'm telling you, this work is a game changer. <laughs> it is an absolute game changer because I don't know about you, but I was never really taught to witness my thinking and so that's what this work helps us to do is to really witness and sort of separate from those negative messages so we can have uh, 100x more positive outcomes in our life. Awesome. So the question that is coming to my mind right away is where are those negative uh, thoughts coming from? You know, where are they rooted from? Before we can even get into like, you know, what is it? Where are they coming from? It's a great question. It's a great question. So, so, so. As a human, we are all wired with a left brain and a right brain. And there are parts of our left brain, the original cave person function of those parts of our left brain is, is to be, um, is to, I'll just say to be hypervigilant, to look out for being, you know, the next 
saber-toothed tiger's lunch. You know, a cave person was constantly looking around, you know, in fear, uh, worrying about being the next bear or saber-toothed tiger's lunch. And so that wiring, that survival wiring, the survival of the species requires this sort of crazy, constant negative messaging. And so it, it really comes from parts of our left brain and that's just how we're wired. And so I call it a feature of being human. And this work around positive intelligence, it doesn't make it go away, but what it does is it turns the volume down on it. That's been my whole series. I've, I've put a whole series together talking about turn down the volume or hit the mute button on these messages so that you can recognize that it's a distortion and then step into your power. I love that analogy of turn down the volume because I mean, it's like literally you can do that. It's so easy. It's, it's something you can easily do, you know? So let's get into it. So what are those, because um, I took the assessment, but I want you to like talk to my audience as if they have no idea what this is about, right? Because uh, before yeah. you take the assessment, you read it a little bit. So in uh the positive intelligent realm, you know, there's this thing that we call saboteur. So you made us take this saboteur assessment. So what are the sab saboteur? Because I'm saying it in French. Saboteur is a French word. So yes, it is. <laughs> and I appreciate your pronunciation of it. And I'll just have to say too that I'm super excited about getting this work out in front of this audience because my commitment as a positive intelligence coach is to get this work out in front of women and BIPOC communities. And so I'm very excited to bring this, this message uh, because this is just not something that we would typically be the first in line to get in terms yes. of information. So you are a trailblazer to bring this to your audience. Thank so you. what happens is, yeah, you're welcome. So what happens is, is that you take the assessment. It's a link that you get. If you go out to positiveintelligence.com, you can just go to assessment. You can take it. It's like, I don't know, maybe it takes five to seven minutes to take it. And what it does is it helps you, it ranks the patterns of thinking that you have by the way that you've responded to the questions. And so these nine patterns of thinking, it's actually a total of 10, um, but the nine uh, accomplice patterns of thinking are what you're gonna get a ranking on. So you'll take the assessment and then you'll get um, uh, um, a report back within 24 hours that says, these are the patterns of thinking that you're more prone to. And so your report is gonna look different from someone else's report because this is the way that you responded to these questions. And so there's the first pattern of thinking which is universal to everybody and it's called the judge. And the judge is, a lot of people uh, are familiar with the concept of an inner critic. Like, you know, you've got this message in your head that's constantly telling you you're not good enough or you're not, you know, so the judge, is um, expands beyond just inner critic. The judge finds fault with self, others, and circumstances. So whatever the event is that's occurred, the judge I call I call the judge the first responder. The judge shows up first, says this is awful, <laughs> and then brings in whatever accomplice saboteur meets the need of the circumstance. And so if you have a top three of, uh, and I'll go through all these in a bit, but the controller, the pleaser, and the hyper-rational, then those would be, one of those accomplices would be what the judge would, you know, that would be a pattern of thinking that would start up after the judge has said, ah, this is awful. So the nine patterns of thinking, there's the controller, 
Uh, and, and it's funny because each one of these comes with a little graphic and the graphic shows like a little puppet. Oh, <laughs> I never pay attention to that. That's true. I never <laughs> pay attention to it. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah, but I knew, I thought it was just an icon, but apparently, yeah, there's a well, behind it's it. funny because yeah, it's funny because when you look at the graphic, it really plays into the name of the saboteur. Right. Yeah. So the controller has the little puppet. The hyperachiever is holding a trophy in the air, and then has three trophies stuffed up under her arm. The restless looks like they've got a an iPad and a computer and a telephone and a book and, you know, just can't, you know, can't keep themselves focused. Right. Uh, the stickler, the stickler is looking through a magnifying glass and clipping little things to make sure that they're perfectly even. The pleaser, the pleaser is a little dramatic. The pleaser has four arms and each hand has a heart in it. And, it, and you can see it's ripped out of the chest and there's like blood. I was like, so that's a little dramatic. <laughs> the hypervigilant is like biting the nails and sweating. You know, the avoider has the bag over the head. The victim has the big drama cloud, woe is me. And then the hyper-rational has, you know, a calculator and, you know, facts and figures and that kind of thing. So each one of these, um, when you take your assessment and you go out to the website, uh, the positive intelligence website, there's a tab for each one. And you can read the description, the characteristics, the thoughts, the feelings, all of that stuff. There's some things that are missing there, um, but you can get a lot of good information here. And if you work with a positive intelligence coach like myself, I can help fill in the blanks on what's missing on that. Uh, page there because the reality is that when people take these assessments they're often not surprised by what they get because the reality is is that even though these are saboteur patterns of thinking all of this originates in your original strength so for instance if you're a hyper achiever your original born into this world strength is that you're an achiever it's when you get into negative emotion and the saboteur patterns of thinking get their hooks into you, it becomes the hyperachiever and you become a pain in your own hiney mm -hmm. and in the hiney of other people around you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like that with all of them. All of these have an original strength. The pleaser, the, the first original strength of the pleaser is they're empathetic. It's just when they get on overdrive and when they get in excess, it's like anything in excess, right? It could be a problem. So yeah, so that describes the nine patterns. It talks a little bit about the judge. What's coming up for you? What, what questions do you have? No, I love what you just said last because that was a question that I had that I was going to ask you is like, because when I look, the word saboteur for me, because I, I speak French, it's a negative word, right? And but when I look at those uh, nine saboteurs that you just described, I'm wondering, you know, those could be a strength. Those is act. Those are actually some people's strength. But now that you just said that, it, it kind of like rests me a little bit because I have like the restless uh, in me sometimes. Now I feel <laughs> a little bit rested in my mind that okay. <laughs> It's not actually weakness. It's just when you get on overdrive, that is really become a, a, a negative thing that you have to avoid. Yeah, yeah. All of this is based, in, all of the nine accomplices have an original strength and they are amazing qualities to have 
to navigate your life. The challenge is, you know, this idea of the left brain and the right brain and being able to access our ease and our flow and our and our original strength, we actually have our best expression of that ability to access our right brain as well as our left brain when we're five years old. So as we get older, we start getting atrophy and, and this inability to access our sage power and our sage wisdom. The sage is the, is the right-hand side of the brain. And this is where yeah. ease and flow is. This is where we can really step into our original powers without being strangled by the saboteurs. But we lose that over time. So if you think about biceps and you think about this left brain being way up here and the bicep for the right brain being like way down here, we need to build up that muscle. And that's what the mental fitness part of this work is, is it's about doing some very many exercises every day, multiple times a day to build up our access to our sage and our original power. So how do we weaken our, uh, our saboteur then on a daily basis? That's a great and question. One thing is we know about it. So you have to have self-awareness. Now, how do you weaken them in those moments? Yeah, it's a great question. So there are three factors that contribute to weakening the saboteur patterns of thinking. You know, and as I say this, I want to be really clear that when people take, take the assessment, the first thing that they start to say is, oh, I'm a restless or I'm a pleaser or I'm a victim. We want to be really careful about the I am statements. Yeah. This is not an I am. This is a I have a pattern of thinking. Because to your point, the awareness is the first step in the awareness is knowing it's there and separating yourself from it. So, so yeah, so we want to really be able to do that. So the, so you mentioned it, the first step is to be aware of the patterns of thinking and that's called saboteur interceptor. So knowing that the pattern of thinking is there, being aware of the characteristics, when you notice the pattern of thinking, ah, there's that judge, oh, there's that pleaser and just catching, I always say with a butterfly net, catching those patterns of thinking when they come up the second thing is uh, sage. So that's knowing that when you find yourself in this negative pattern of thinking, uh, stepping into the sage perspective and the sage perspective is whatever has just happened here, there's a gift and opportunity. So really challenging your mind to think about what's the gift and opportunity. Uh, there are also five powers of the sage. So once you decide you start to think about the gift and opportunity, you can think about using these superpowers. The first power of the sage is empathy, the love of self and others. The second power is explore, the love of discovery. The third power is innovate, the love for possibilities. And I love that one because it's the game there is, is based on improv and really brainstorming and all that great stuff. The next, which, that, which is totally fun. The next one is, um, navigate the love for purpose and meaning. And the fifth one is activate the love for making things happen. And each one of those has a game, a guide and a move. And so when you get into your coaching work with your positive intelligence coach, they can help you with that. So that's the second thing is the sage perspective and, and just really being in your sage. And then the third one is self-command and self-command is when the event happens, not getting triggered. And so how do we not get triggered? Well, we do that through those PQ reps. Remember, we did those on the call. Yes. We did one of them on the call. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the first, yes, you're, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so the first, the first one 
would be to rub uh, an index finger and a thumb together. It actually doesn't matter which hand. And what you're noticing in this is you're noticing the ridges, the temperature, the texture. What the point is, it's a mindfulness technique to get you out of your head and into your body. This is just one. That's just one technique and you do this for about 10 seconds. And the way that you know when it's time to do this throughout the day is when you find yourself in negative emotion. Because when you find yourself in negative emotion, that's, that's the signal that your saboteurs are going to start firing. Ooh. So that's the key. That's the gatekeeper. <laughs> so the second one is, is to put your palms together. So you put your palms together like this, and then you just rub the fingertips of one hand down to the base of the other hand. And you're just doing this in a way where you're noticing the temperature, the texture, the ridges, Noticing any rings that you're rolling over, again, getting out of your head and into your body. So these are just two techniques. I did this the other day on a call. I found myself in the moment because I was on the call and I saw myself on Zoom and I saw my palms together and I thought, look at that. <laughs> you also yeah. taught me the feet one. Oh, we talk about the, feet, the, the one with the feet. I like that a lot because that one, you can just be really discreet. You yes, you can be. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about that one. So, yeah. So you just put your, make sure that your feet are on the floor and what you're now focusing your attention on is the bottom of your feet. What are you noticing about the surface that your feet are on? You're just noticing the temperature, the texture, the quality of the surface, whatever that is. You're just noticing that, spending a few moments noticing that. And then you're going to start to wiggle your toes. And you're going to wiggle your toes in a way where you're like doing a roll call check-in with every single toe. And just like you can't text and drive, you cannot have this yes. pattern of thinking spinning on a hamster wheel and check in with your toes like that. And you're right. That's a discreet one that you can do on a call without someone saying, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it kind of like withdraw you from the moment you know instead of because i mean you you never know how soon you can get triggered but if you feel the trigger and you do that it withdraw you because there's no way you can be counting and you know wiggling each of your toe and and be in that moment it's like if there's something with the brain you know those pq rep they do work i've uh, i've actually tried the, the 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 tap tap one but the feet one definitely is like my go-to for sure that's great you know i've always seen it work i've seen it go to yeah. work for me because i feel like it also depends on how your physiology is for me my feet center me usually and when i'm sitting at huh. the desk usually my feet is like raised up so when i do something and bring it down it's actually like okay this is a moment where i, I want to really center myself you know so it, it helped me a lot that's great. I, I always like to hear which one of these three is a go-to for people. I love the feet on the floor one. I've actually even used that um, while driving, which oh. may sound crazy, but I'm <laughs> terrified of heights. And so we had a situation where I was driving and it was in a situation that would normally make me very, very anxious. And, you and go when places. I get really anxious. You go, you go yeah. really wild places. So. Yeah. And some of these places have serious drop offs and I, I can get so anxious, like I'll start trembling. So mm. I was driving and I had my right foot on the gas pedal and I was wiggling my toes with my left foot the whole time oh, wow. just to keep the, I call it the fear center, just yes. to keep the fear center quiet so that I could drive and be calm. 
Yeah. That is amazing. I would never <laughs> have thought, you know, you can use it in, but yeah, anything, anything that, that you feel like it, it's, I really love this walk, you know, because I feel like we can really use our brain to, to calm ourselves down. Right. And we can, we, we absolutely like at the center of ourselves and we are responsible for our emotion and how we show up in the world. And instead of, you know, you playing the victim, you know, or acting the victim, it gives you a tool, a tool. For me, it's all about the tools that you can use to make yourself a better human being. Absolutely. This is so, so true because all of this anxiety and stress and worry and fret and whatever this is a, a horror movie of our own creating <laughs> we're it's on a jumbotron and it's just got loudspeakers blasting out of the left side of our brain and we can turn that volume down and we can step into self-command we can step into our power we can empower ourselves it is it is game changing to know this that we have these options we have these options. We don't have to, like you said, be the victim or whatever the other ones are. We don't have to play that role. We just don't have to. We have choices. And that's I amazing. love it. One of the questions that I also had, because I think the whole idea behind the positive intelligent movement, it's just only, it's not only to better yourself, like we mentioned, but it's also to have better relationship. So can you unpack that a little bit? How can we leverage that to uh, manage our relationship? <laughs> We don't have the whole. I, we, don't just, have a full, just, we don't have a full hour. <laughs> that is like a whole call. Well, right? I have to tell you that. It, it, I tell you, it is. This is partly why I have such a a, a, a passion to bring this to uh, BIPOC communities. I also have a passion to bring this to women who are justice involved. So women who are either currently incarcerated or or upon reentry, because there we have we almost have a prison of our own thinking and so when we believe that when we believe that you know whatever these patterns of thinking have us whipping up a story about that's a reality we're creating for ourselves so how can we change our reality and so when you think about relationships i'll just use a stickler as an example so the stickler and the hypervigilant can be really challenging patterns of thinking because they're just so um, relentless and they can just destroy, that pattern of thinking can just destroy relationships because you see the stickler there clipping the little things in that little graphic and the hypervigilant like constantly worried and constantly whatever. If you can't get control of that pattern of thinking, it is just that hard for people to be I'm around you. I am not a stickler, but I do play the stickler role. You have a pattern of thinking that can be stickler. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you because what happens is, is when we don't ha have an awareness that this is a pattern of thinking, when we don't realize that we can separate from it and we just get, we just stay in this state of being, it's really taxing on the body and it's mm -hmm. very taxing on our relationships. And for people that don't understand, um, you know, it, it's just hard to, to, <laughs> it's just hard to be uh, around that constant, constant stress. There's another one here too. It's a, uh, uh, there's a hypervigilant, 
uh, oh, the controller. The controller can be another challenging one too. And they're all they're all challenging. They're all challenging. We all have our our suffering. This is what I say. <laughs> you know, when I see someone else and I see that they're triggered and I see that they're in their saboteur, I just recognize that as their suffering. Yes. I have my suffering. You have your suffering, and I have empathy for them. <laughs> yeah, Deepak Chopra call it suffering. It's like self afflicted suffering that you put on yourself. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly exactly what it is and so when you notice that you're in conflict with somebody and you can see that they're triggered and you can see these patterns of thinking because honestly when I coach people today I can have the first 30 minutes of a conversation with somebody and I can start to pick out which saboteurs could be in their top three just from the language yeah because it's amazing how they show up in our language yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's it's a real challenge uh, for us in relationship. And it's the self-command piece that helps us in our relationship. When we can be aware of the, the saboteur pattern of thinking, we can step into the gift and opportunity with the sage. And when we can do these PQ reps to calm ourselves down, that is game-changing for relationships. It's game-changing for communities. It's game-changing for, 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 for the world, frankly, because when I think about people of color, you know, there are isms that are out there in the world and those isms are there, but what the saboteur likes to do is take the ism and just whip you with it. And, and we don't have to own that. The ism, ha okay, the ism is out there, but I don't have to own that. I don't have to own that. My mother always used to say, it doesn't matter what they call you. It's about what you answer to. Ooh, that's and my that's what this work helps us. That's my <laughs> yeah, favorite yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. And I there's a quote by Maya Angelou that I love as well. Let me just see if I can bring this one up here. I love this quote. You may not control the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. Yes. That's what this work is about. Yes. It's all out there. It just is, right? But we don't have to own it and continue to whip ourselves with it. We just don't have to do that. And this is where it changes relationships. It can change communities. As you can see, I get a little fired up about it. No, I get fired up with that too. And it, it just, it, it totally makes sense, you know, because uh, when I'm looking at each of these, since we've done this exercise almost a couple, six months ago, I can tell you that when I'm talking to people, my team, I nobody, I've, I haven't shared this with anybody, like, because usually I have a list of um uh, assessment that I like to give to new team member, but these are not new team members. So I haven't had an opportunity to just whip another assessment on them, but I've been just um, observing, you know, and like you say, by talking to people, I have my guess of like, you know, cause you, you know, even, even your family member, you know, I sent this to my husband last night. Absolutely. I was like, please take it, but I can literally guess, you know, which one I can saboteur. <laughs> You know, my, my daughter, yeah. I think it's a saboteur. So it, there's, there's a power in that, you know, if you can recognize for other folks, you can also help them with the self-command that you yeah. talk about. So it's it, it, it totally Absolutely. game changer. Game changer. And it everybody can changing. just have their own technique to come to the center so we can leave uh, a better relationship together. So, so I love that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
And I'll tell you, Shirzad, who is the founder of this work, Shirzad Shamin, he has a real passion for getting this to younger people. So like people that are 10 years old and older, because let's face it, today's world is harsh on kids with social media and all the messages about what you should be. And so people don't find their own wealth and 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 self-value just in knowing that they are enough and so when you when you watch the um uh the ted talk that he does you can see that he talks about his son and how he has always said to his son yeah i love you just because uh, because you're you yes nothing else to do with doing or anything else and so this message is so important for young people because it's a struggle out there for for young kids yeah, I remember now because we watched the, t- the talk first before you we did the assessment. I remember. I'm gonna have to make yeah. my, my daughter watch it because she's ten years old. Yeah, so that's totally. It's it, it's good because it's just list this stuff for you, and you can have technique already at a younger age. Imagine if at a younger age you already have <sighs> techniques. It just imagine. Amazing. Yes. You know, just imagine. I mean, us in our 40s, you know, now trying to do that. But imagine if you're really young and you have a tool set that you can use. Yes. So I know that you coach people. I want to understand or you can share with us, you know, how do people come to you and what is the results that you get from, you know, coaching them and what are like the the testimony? Oh, yeah. I just. I have such a great example of this recently, but how people come to me. So I coach in a, diff- a lot of different places. I coach uh, on the um, uh, on the Better Up platform, and then I have my own coaching clients. Most of my coaching clients come to me through the Agile Transformation work because this, this is part of the whole organizational change bit. Because it's you know it's an assessment, it's it's visioning, it's training, and it's coaching. So that whole part there you know, coaching comes as part of that. And I have people that come to me just for leadership coaching. Like I just got a, a message on LinkedIn, like on Friday, and I hadn't responded to that person yet. Cause I've been a little slow on LinkedIn. I broke my leg in Dur- Durango. And so oh, when gosh. I broke my leg, it's like, I'm, yeah, I slipped and fell down these stairs, the snow. Oh, I mean, no. I didn't, I just, it was just a, like a little light coat of snow. And I just flew down those stairs and I just mangled my leg, oh. but you'd think I broke my calendar in my brain. I'm just having a little <laughs> hard time keeping up with things. Take your time. Take your time. Yes, take my time. Yeah, yeah. So she just reached out because she's looking for leadership coaching. So people just come to me for a variety of different ways. I do a lot of public speaking, and through that public speaking, people come to me uh, for coaching as well. Um, So yeah. So what happened? So here's a great example. So one of my coaches uh, is uh, has a very high pleaser, very high pleaser pattern of thinking, and the pleaser pattern of thinking is. everybody else is first, I'm last. And if I ask for anything that I need, um, I would be selfish. So that's the pattern of thinking. If you look at the description of the pattern of thinking for pleaser. And so the last conversation with I had that I had with her, I felt like I needed to write a blog post about this, the pleaser in salary negotiation, because she was getting a new job And she went into this job being aware of her pleaser pattern of thinking. She did her PQ reps. She went in and got that money. She went in and got that signing bonus. These are not things she would have done before because the pleaser would have said, oh, don't ask for that. That would be selfish. 
And so that was just game changing for her to go through a a salary negotiation and feel her power in it. So that's just one of the most amazing, most recent examples of being aware of your saboteur patterns of thinking. I love it. She went from from a pleaser to control. (laughs) (laughs) To be in control. (laughs) To be in control of the whole situation. I love it. Yeah. Because, I mean, when you look at I don't know if uh, these, I, the way they set up, the pleaser is like in the bottom, right? For whatever reason, it, not, it doesn't not really matter. Necessarily, it doesn't matter because it depends oh, on how you respond. It's based on mine. Okay, I got it. It's based yes. on my results. The pleaser's okay. low for you. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, got yeah. it, got it. Because yeah. I'm looking at mine yeah. and I'm like, she went from like <laughs> zero to like high suddenly, <laughs> but totally. <laughs> Nice. One question that I had is, um, do people, because some other assessment, right? People evolve, people uh, grow. Do you, is is, is that similar thing with this assessment? Like maybe you take it, like the person that you just talked about, and then a couple of years later, they they change, you know, they change the different uh, uh, saboteur change. Is is, is, is that- I don't know about the saboteurs change, necessarily because remember these come from your original strengths okay and so your original strengths are are showing up in the way that you respond to these questions but what i will say changes is that you just step into the better expression of yourself you have you experience life in a more ease and flow state i will tell you there is a phenomenal uh ted talk that shows very clearly about the science of left brain and right brain. And the name of this TED talk is called A Stroke of Insight. Mm -hmm. And it's a brain scientist, a woman that's a brain scientist. She actually has a stroke and she completely loses the left-hand side of her brain. And so what she tells you in this TED talk is what it's like to not have that fear center, not have those patterns of thinking. It's phenomenal. It's a great TED talk. You can put oh, that in your show notes. Yes, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I, I love this kind of stuff. Like, I'm like, I'm already trying to imagine how she was able to connect to her other side of brain and leverage it so powerfully. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Well, what was so out. interesting is she described her, her being because the, the left brain's job is to separate you, is to have you feel like you're separated from someone else. The right brain's job is not that. And so she describes herself. It's very, I can't even describe it. It's so fascinating. And she has two books too. I'll send you the link to the TED talk and the link to her books. Okay, it's fascinating awesome. stuff. Yes, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be great for your show notes. Yeah. Thank you. That's sweet. Let's get to learn a little bit about you because this is my favorite part of the show where I get to learn more about uh, my guests. And um, yeah, I want to know, what do you do to off your confidence? What are your confidence uh, habits? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, you know, it's interesting. I've done a couple of things over the years. So before positive intelligence, and this is the hyperachiever in me, so I'm just going to admit <laughs> this is my hyperachiever. And before I knew about my hyperachiever, this is something that I did. So to up my confidence, what I would do if I was feeling like I was having a low moment is I would remember times where I had achievement. And, and the way that I would do that is if I had something that represented that achievement. So Unfortunately, it kind of reminds me of the hyperachiever with the trophies. 
<laughs> but like, so for instance, I was in direct sales for many years and I won a lot of different awards. And so some of those awards were like, not so much a trophy, but it could have been like a ring or it could have been whatever. So I would remember, and I actually could put myself back into the feeling of achieving that thing in the moment when I achieved it. So that I would do, this was before positive intelligence. Now what I do with positive intelligence is I love these mindfulness practices, these PQ reps, the centering practices. Uh, I do yoga now. I, I love the Peloton app. They have this series called Yoga Anywhere. It might as well be yoga in my RV because <laughs> yes. yoga anywhere you could do anywhere and I don't need a lot of space for it. So I do yoga and I really love that. Um, that those are just a couple things that I do to really, uh, uh, bring me back to my center and remember my superpowers. Oh, one other thing that I do. So one of the exercises that you do in uh, positive intelligence, and it's the empathy game, is it takes you back to yourself as a child and you and you have an exercise where you write these I am statements. And so I have that picture of myself with those I am statements. So that's another thing that I do to up my confidence is just to remember my original power. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Remember your original power. And it, yeah. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with the way you were doing it before, because it's also come back to remembering your original, you know, power, because it's like, if that's I true. It's just a different way to do it. Yeah, I've read a lot of places where they say, remind yourself of how great you were you know it's still the same person because you know society we like to yeah. bring you down and it's usually small moment so it's good to go back to like those great moments to negate the, the yeah. small moment that is trying to bring you down so i love it exactly thank you, thank yeah you. thank you we yeah. love we love to have you and um i want to leave you with a last uh, information that you might want to share with our uh, if there's any question that i didn't ask because i'm not the expert you know what should you say to somebody that is looking at it and say i don't know should i try to understand what i'm a saboteur well what do you want to tell them to really inspire them yeah well to really inspire them i would just say that this opens the door for so many possibilities for yourself beyond what you could possibly even imagine. And so give, your, give yourself the gift of this awareness. You said this earlier, you know, elevating and empowering and all of this is, it really starts with self-awareness. And so educating yourself about these patterns of thinking so that you can step into the best expression of yourself. It's gay. I know I've said this before, but it is game changing. <laughs> <laughs> because it is because it is it is yeah. it is it is and for you fun just fun thing to that we can talk about with uh alicia for the next couple of minutes is uh we know you travel a lot right so you yes. travel in your rv and sorry again to hear that you know you you fell in uh, durango but how does that help you? Because I feel like when you're a nomad, right? And you move in with your, yeah. your, your, your wife in different places, how do, you, how, do, how do you leverage your positive intelligence to meet new people, you know, and adapt? You know what I will tell you? I will absolutely tell you the first thing that's so important about this. So one of the first qualities of the hypervigilance is a concern about safety. Now, I don't have a high hypervigilant, but when we decided to sell our house and get outside of my little Southern California bubble that I have been in for a very long time, I was, I had fear. 
I had fear. And so the way that I use positive intelligence, and it, it always reminds me of my dad, is just sort of how I show up in a new space. I show up it with light. You know, I show up with peace, ease, and flow. When I meet somebody and they're like all twisted up in their own suffering, I just acknowledge that that's their suffering and I don't go there with them. You know, because there's been an incidence or two because, because it's two women here and we got this big old 45 foot you know, toy hauler. And we got this big old F-450 truck. Sometimes the men at the different parks that we come into feel like that they need to park our truck for us and park our rig for us. I'm like, no, we're, we're good. And then they get angry. So I just recognize that that's their suffering. And I just, I just don't invite anything negative. <laughs> uh, oh, and I'll tell you. to ask that question because it, it's so, it's, it makes sense. You know, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's probably been the, the biggest. So, so two things, the, the concern about safety is in between my ears. And I understand that. The second thing is, is my fear of heights. I cannot tell you the game changing work that I have done around my fear of heights. And it all started on Imogene Pass in Colorado. <laughs> but I am, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I'm cured of my fear of heights, but I, we went on this thing just this week called Hell's Revenge, and it's a Jeep, it's a Hummer tour over all these arches and, I mean, drop-offs and the whole thing, and I'm just sitting back, just calm. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I would have been, I would have been hypervigilant on that before, so that's how I use my positive intelligence. So that is making yeah. you grow into a, into, into a stronger person, yeah. you know? Yeah, fearless, absolutely. making you fearless, definitely. It's the truth because, I mean, there's some hikes I wouldn't have gone on. There's some things I just wouldn't have. There's things we wouldn't have ever signed up to do. We hiked up to the top of Chimney Rock, which is in uh, Pagosa Springs. I would never have been able to do that without this positive intelligence work. I just wouldn't have been able to do it. Do you post all your pictures somewhere on social media about all this? Yeah, as a Are matter of fact. We, yes, we... <laughs> yes as a matter of fact we have a youtube channel oh. and we have an instagram and our our name of our channel is called mile high beach and it's mile high because my wife is from colorado the mile high city and beach for me because i grew up in southern california near all yes. the beaches so we're mile high beach on instagram and on youtube and so we're documenting our travels and we're documenting uh these things yeah it's oh, amazing this it's is amazing ama this this because I'm, I'm looking i'm like okay i need to go see the picture you know i don't want to hear about it i want to see it i need the visual so this is super cool i'm gonna add this in the yeah. in the in the show notes as well so people can follow you because i'll definitely follow oh that would be great. I, I am not that much of it I'm, I'm not that adventurous you know i'm the beach girl i'm the beach girl no no hike the, the most hike i've done was in uh in arizona and you know I did it in uh -huh. the daytime because there was a night hike and I was like, no, I don't want to see any animal. No, 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 no. I want to be bright eight o'clock in the morning. And we went as far as I could feel it. I was like, okay, yeah. nope, nope, nope. I don't yeah. want to be up there looking down. Nope, nope, nope. I'm yeah. not that yeah. much brave. So, but if somebody's <laughs> brave, I want to see images. Well, one thing you'll sure see. Beautiful. Oh, I'm telling you, it's just been so much fun and one of the things that we started doing at the end of our video, and then sometimes we put it on our Instagram post is 
we discovered this guy that created this banner called Live a Great Story. And so you can buy stickers and banners and all this other stuff. So whenever we get to one of the tops of those achievements that we would not have done otherwise, we put up our banner and say Live a Great Story. And uh, it's just been, it's been just so amazing. But the, to answer your question, that positive intelligence work has been so helpful for me to be able to step out of the fear. Totally. I can, I can just imagine that. I didn't know that that's how you were going to answer, but I was like, there must be a correlation because you do this for a living. You coach people and you have to live it yourself in your daily life. And you, you go in in this adventurous adventurous life, you know, it has to help you somehow (laughs) to, you know, bridge the the fear. It does. Yeah, totally. Every day. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. This was so much fun having you, Alicia. I know you have your 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 pod that you're setting up soon. So if you can tell us a little bit yes. about it so that we can share that information with our listener. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the one of the best ways to get into this work is to experience it in an immersive experience. And I have some pods that I'm starting. The pods are small group uh, sessions five people, uh, uh, typically five people in a pod, and I'll have multiple pods, but and, and it's an app-based experience. So you download the PQ app on your phone, and then every once a week, you'll have a video directly from Shirzad Shamin talking about whatever the concept is, and I can kind of go through, I've got a schedule here that kind of talks through it. So like in the first week, you boost your self-command. In week two, you intercept the judge. In week three, you look at those accomplice saboteurs. In week four, you shift to sage. In Mm. week five, you boost your sage powers. In week six, you take action. And week seven, it's continuing your practice. And so each week you have a guided app exercises. And what I love about it in the app is there's this thing called the PQ gym. So the three exercises that I showed you, there's many more mindfulness practices, listening and visual and body movement, all kinds of exercises in the PQ gym. And you have access to all of this. It's a six week program. And then there's a weekly pod meeting where I'll be coaching the group. And then the rest of it, you're on your own and you're doing your work and you're uh, in the app. And it's just so nice because it's right on the app and it comes up and it reminds you and you do the PQ rep. So all that's coming. And uh, what a great way to kick off the new year, right? That's what I was going to say. This is like a perfect time. And so I'll make sure we share all that information with our listener because I want folks to start. I mean, this past uh, 18 almost two years has been really rough on our mental health on ourselves you know so it's like we all hopefully we want to get back to whatever that new normal is you know but we want to be equipped yeah more things that can help us with our mental health and you know well-being as well so this is totally that's the truth game changer yeah it is this is totally gonna be needed yeah thank you for that i really i really think yeah this is important. And I'm, I'm so glad that you're offering that right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll send you when we're over, I'll send you all the links to the, the stuff and, and it will just be so it's such a great time of year for this. You know, this is the end of the year time for reflection time for, you know, setting up the new year. And this is a perfect time to jump into this. 
Yes, I totally yeah. agree. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having, thank you for, for joining us today. Thank you for yes. dropping all this awesome nugget. And uh, I'm going to make sure that we follow you because I want to see everything that you're doing, even though you're going back <laughs> to sunny California soon. But we want to see everything that happened, you know. And, yes. Uh, take care and enjoy the holidays. Thank you so much, Lisette. You too. It was Bye. so nice to be here. Thank you so much. Bye. Hello, I'm super excited to share this program with you, Focus to Mastery. I know you all enjoy listening to the podcast, and that is wonderful. But I'm really looking for few ladies who are looking to transform their life and reach the very important VIP goal on time in the new year 2020 because i believe 2022 is going to be a wonderful year and i really have a mission in my heart to transform the life of just 100 women throughout the year you know why simply i'm looking to help you increase your confidence and listening to my podcast alone won't do it i appreciate listening you know that but sometimes you need somebody to kick you in the rear someday right motivate you on another day and be accountable to you on another day because when i have set up this program in the past some of you missed the date and you could not join so i want to make sure that you don't miss uh, a new program that is opening right now in february in february we're going to open the door for 12 ladies to join us in the focus to mastery program what are you going to get in the focus to mastery program you're going to find your most valuable goal you're going to learn how to stay focused and achieve your wildest dream you're going to create a national plan and vip your vip goal we're going to provide a safe place for your accountability. We're going to learn you to create habits for consistency so you can eliminate distraction. And then we're going to have a new, we're going to help you create a new mindset to entangle what have you been holding you back from executing on your goal. Then we're going to help you accept progress over perfection and move forward no matter what. Then we're going to motivate you on a daily basis so you can seek the best for yourself. Then we're going to help you to focus on what matters and crush your goal. Then lastly, we're going to help you celebrate with a tribe of women that is as driven and successful as you. This program is going to be a 10-week program. That being said, this is for motivated lady only. If you've gotten to a point where enough is enough, you have been tired of yourself, of giving up on yourself, I would love to have you in our Focus to Mastery. I've grown to my own transformation and my passion is to help others in their journey. The great news is I will be with you every step of the way. Do not apply if you hate fun, you love excuse, you don't play nice with others, and you are not motivated to change your mindset. So you have a chance right now to be reflective of your year and then start the brand new year with our program. Join it. There's a link in the show right now that you can check it out. See you in the program.
Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed the conversation and find it inspiring or educational, please share with your friends, family, and colleagues because sharing is caring. And when you up your confidence, your friends will up their confidence too. Leave us a review and also follow our Facebook page, Up Your Confidence. We are growing and excited to continue the conversation. You can always DM or email your host on Instagram at ZSquare4 and ZSquare on all other social media or visit her website at ZSquareCorner.com. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, remain blessed, and up your confidence every day.